0: That makes me Wide as snow oh, no oh, Found I Nothing but the blood Of Jesus Let's take it two more times Oh, your gaze on Jesus as we sing that song, I want you to just behold. whole. To take that song without the music this morning, and this is what I want everyone to do for me. Jesus is in the house, and he told me while I was waiting on him that no health condition that came to this service this morning would go back home the same. So we're gonna take that song one more time, and I want you to sing it intentionally and just fasten your gaze on Jesus. The great physician is in the house. There's, there's no laying of hands on anybody this morning. He himself will do the laying of hands. Right where you're seated, right where you're standing, focusing on the great physician, I just want you to focus on him this morning while we take that song for the final time and see him do what He alone can do in your lives. Whatever health condition that you have for those on site and the people via the stream, you also want to tap into the anointing in this house right now because the power of God is available to heal. The power of God is available to deliver. The power of God is available to set free this morning. And that's what is going to happen this morning. So can we take that song one more time? Without the music, want to go? Oh, Thank you, Nothing but a coolie and a Thank you, Lord. Now just see the elf condition gone. Carobo, Sibre, Ketele, Mahando, Sculik, Heda, Bali, Kesto, Haya. Lendo brachites, temono, schole, hebrachiano, clobrachis, andoleke, bahandash, kendo, bellekes, siketilla, bahia. Endo brachites, ginda, handas, schole, any mumbrocotolige, e the balimumbrocuto, as the fledeske, and the helabosotolaba. Thank you. Oh, thank you, the great physician. Thank you for descending into your house this morning with healing in your wings. Thank you for bringing stop and wholeness to every health condition before you this morning. Thank you because your people, as many as are oppressed of the devil, with one sickness or disease or infirmity or the other they are set free now in the name of jesus healing in our soul healing in our health mental health emotional health physical health all-round well-being Taking place now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, O oh God. Lord, speak to us this morning. As we're about to partake of your table, we want to hear what you have to say to us this morning. Speak, for we, your servants, are hearing this morning. Oh, we incline our ears to what you will say to us because we know you will speak your word of peace, your word of tranquility, your word of wholeness, your word of deliverance. And you will perfect all that concerns every soul present here this morning that your people may rejoice. And be exceedingly glad in your house. Lord, I yield myself to you. I decrees that you may increase, O oh God. Think through my mind and speak through my vocal cord. Let your revelation knowledge flow freely, unhindered and uninterrupted by any satanic or demonic force. Let your word fall in the good soil of our hearts. Let it mix with faith in our heart that as your word come forth in teaching and preaching, healing and deliverance take place in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise for it now. Hallelujah to your name of God. Glory be to your name, Jesus. Come on, if you're clapping those hands for Jesus, you can do better than that. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Amen. 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 You may please be seated in the presence of God this morning. Amen. How y'all doing this morning? How y'all doing this morning? (laughs) Amen. The psalmist says, I was glad when they told me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's, It's... There's no way you'd rather be, or let me say this way, there's no better place where the joy of God is than the presence of God. Hallelujah. So, you have got no choice but to be joyful and to be happy. Like we learned last week, God wants us to be, was it last week or two weeks ago? God wants us to be happy. It doesn't only want you joyful, it wants you to be happy. Amen. All right. So, um, okay, let me, let, me, let me welcome our first-timers again. I believe we've done that before, but on behalf of our pastor, our Pastor Fred Akinlai-Legbe and um, other ministers of God in the house, our mothers in the house, um, we want to say thank you for coming we believe that the holy spirit brought you to the church this morning and is definitely going to encounter you at the point of your need in Jesus name you know you could have i mean you could have chosen to be elsewhere but you chose to be here this morning so the god that has brought you here will meet you that's our desire you will be met in the name of Jesus and for everyone that is connected over the stream thank you thank you for making this sacrifice you know, for a lot of people that, um, I mean, the time difference is just, you know, probably they are just waking up, but they still look on to the screen. Thank you, and um, I want you to know that your works and labor of love, your zeal for God will not go unnoticed, because the Lord himself, who is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him, will definitely reward you in the name of Jesus. So church, it's Communion Sunday, Hallelujah. Communion Sunday is a very special Sunday. Every Sunday is special in the Expression House. Every Sunday is a healing service in the Expression House. But today, Communion Sunday is um, very special in the sense that we're going to be eating on the Lord's table. And before we do, I'm going to quickly talk briefly on what the Lord has laid in my heart. I want us to listen attentively. Let's look on to Jesus. Um, I'm trusting God to help me to articulate what he has given me, the same revelation of the depth and the riches of his blood that he gave me to be able to communicate it to us this morning And um, to to actually get us to that place where we can begin to appreciate what God did by giving Jesus for the redemption of our soul. What God did through Jesus when Jesus shed his blood on Calvary is deeper than you can ever think. It's deeper is really really deeper now the 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 thoughts of the blood of Jesus will get you to that point where you don't want to ever trifle with the salvation of God that you've got you don't want to ever frustrate the grace of God you guys know or you're familiar with pain when you bruise your body and then blood spi- um, um, spilled out or, or you know gushed out, was that really a good experience? Is is it a good experience when you cut your body or when you um, um, when you're injured or anything? Now, Jesus didn't just go through an injury; his blood was his his body was actually broken, and his blood was peeled out, his blood was shed for our redemption. He did a whole lot. So this morning, my my mission here this morning is to help us to identify with the value. Yes, if you have never placed the value over the price, as a matter of fact, the price that we were bought with is the blood of Jesus. That's an incorruptible seed. That's an incorruptible fluid. That's an incorruptible solvent, whatever you can call it. But it is not, it doesn't have any equal. There's no price tag on it. As a matter of fact, there's no price tag on you. The price tag on you is the blood of Jesus. Can I hear an amen? So this morning, I want to talk to Ross very briefly on what I've titled, The Speaking Blood. The Speaking Blood. Ah, Can we echo it together? The Speaking Blood. Come on, louder. The The Speaking Blood. The Speaking Blood. The Speaking Blood. All right. Let's turn our Bibles very quickly to the book of Leviticus. Media, you're going to help me so that I don't have to waste time um, opening my Bible. Leviticus chapter 17. I'll read from verses 10 through 14. I'm going to quickly read about three scriptures and then I'll begin to I'll begin to share with us so that I don't have to be opening my Bibles over and over again. But you can just um, you can just demarcate those scriptures by yourself. All right, so let's start with Leviticus. Remember, we want to talk about the speaking blood, the speaking blood. So um, I'm, 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 I'm going to try my best to take us on a journey back to the cross, where we came from, and then bring us back to where we are now. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, Levitical chapter 17, I'm going to read from verses 10 through 14. So church, um, let's read together. Or you can just read with me. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and we cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, which hunted and catched any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. Um, The last verse, for it is the life of all flesh. The blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, you shall eat the blood of no manner of flesh, for the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be heard of. Now, if you pay close attention to that scripture we just read, now that's the old order. This is post, no, this is pre-Jesus. All right? This is the old covenant. This is the dispensation of the law. When man has to do in order to get God to do now you would see in several places in the Old Testament statements like if thou shalt then I will Am I am I am I communicating so it's it's a dispensation of where you have to do something in order to get God to do something else for you alright now w- one thing that I want you to focus on is the fact that no man is permitted to Heat blood. And the reason for that is very glaring. The blood contained the life of our flesh, all flesh. Alright? The blood contained the life of all flesh. So but it changed. Grace changed that order. In the sense that now, excuse me, what do we do when we take communion? Excuse me, what are we doing? We are drinking the blood. But right here, he was told that nobody is permitted to you know hit the blood. But we now, under the dispensational grace, with the grace of God as oh no, the grace of God is not a subject, it's not a curriculum, it's not uh, a syllabus. The grace of God is the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of grace and truth according to the scripture. So if you're looking for grace, you're looking for Jesus. So now when Jesus came and died and died, shed his blood on Calvary, then it changed the order. We can now begin to drink no other blood but the blood of Jesus. All right, let's, let's take two more scriptures and then I'll begin to talk about a few thoughts that I wrote down here. And then I believe the Holy Spirit already spoke to us at dawn service where we've learned about how to harness the blood of Jesus. Uh, I'm gonna also talk a few about that this morning. All right, but but this 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 um, sermon is actually tailored to help us to appreciate the blood of Jesus. What the blood of Jesus brought on the table for every believer, as a matter of fact, for humanity. Because when Jesus died, he didn't die for believers; he died for all men. It is. Men that lay hold on the prize or that lay hold on what Jesus did that now became a believer. All right? It is out of, okay, let me call it a subset of mankind. All right? That received the free gift of salvation that now became what? Believers. Are we following me this morning? Let's quickly take another scripture, but I want you to just put that um, Leviticus 17, 10 through 14 on our mind. And then I'll quickly read a few scriptures and I'll talk about the few things I've written down here. And um, I've got them all from um, Hebrews, all right? So this is like a study from the book of Hebrews. Okay, now First Peter 1, 17 through 21. Let's quickly read that. And then we read Romans 8, 31. Through 39. First Peter one through seventeen, verses seventeen through twenty-one. Now, and if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judges according to, you know what, uh, media? Can you help me with New King James? I think I prefer New King James version than the King James. Let's let's do New King James, please. Uh, I, I prefer the New King James version. We we don't have it. Okay, let's just continue with this. Every man's work passed the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as you know that you were now redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. Are you, are you, are you saying that? But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. And the last verse, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead, and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Now the last scripture, and then I begin to share with us. Romans 8, very quickly. Romans 8 verses 31 through 39, then we'll begin to talk about the speaking blood, the speaking blood. Romans 8 verses 31 through 39, what shall we then say to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Now, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Now, who shall lay any charge to your account? Church, it is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God who also maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Now in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless the reading of his word. Now we're talking about the speaking blood. And I want to get us to now begin to see it in a deeper light than we've ever seen it before now. Now this will get us to appreciate, like I said earlier, or to be even more intentional about how we live our lives bearing in our minds that we had been redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. I mean, just for me, this morning, I'm just trying to be cool and calm. Not too excited, so you can hear me. All right? Now, a few points I wrote here. Okay, the communion table, the table of the Lord, does not only remind believers of the one for all time transaction made to correct man's brokenness in the beginning the communion table does not only bring into our remembrance the once for all time sacrifice that was made in order to correct man's brokenness in the beginning now brokenness I can define brokenness of man as um, what I call the fundamental disorder that exists in creation, all right, and has the tendency to affect man's behavior and his relationships. And that was exactly what happened with man. Man actually are. Uh, Okay, when man fell, all right, when man disobeyed in the garden of Eden, sin crept in and brought about brokenness. It's, It's a fundamental flaw, all right, that exists in creation. It exists in the first Adam. Now, the first Adam is actually the parent of mankind, all right? Now, we didn't sin, but he sinned. And because of that one tree sin that was committed... Don't eat this fruit, eat this one. This is the one you're permitted to eat. You're not permitted to eat this. Now, out of unbelief, he disobeyed. Now, there's no time to be doing the blame game. It was he that caused him to do that. Mm-mm. It was man that sinned, all right? And he brought about the fundamental disorder in creation that affects our behavior in our relationship now we can all see in the garden of eden that the relationship of man god actually got affected isn't it it got affected because before the fall of man before the brokenness man actually had a cordial relationship with the lord no shame in fact man had a cordial relation with himself And with others. So now, all of that relationship was affected. Man-man relationship, man-God relationship was affected as a result of the fall in the Garden of Eden. Now, the communion table, what it does for us, it, it, it helps us to remember one sacrifice that actually corrects that flower, that actually corrects. That brokenness that, 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 that brought about uh, an imbalance, yeah, that's the word, an imbalance in the order of the system of man and man relationship and man and God relationship. Are we following me this morning? And he also exposes, now listen to me, guys, it, 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 it exposes the passion person, character, and the original intention of God for mankind. The communion table helps us to see that God was, is, and ever will be interested in man. It doesn't matter what man had done. Man had done horrible stuff. Man still does horrible stuff. Now, man did horrible stuff in in, in the ancient time that it caused God to say, I regret that I created man. Why? Because his heart is full of evil. He's desperately wicked. Now, the communion table brings about how God still came on board to get that corrected. Number two, the blood of Jesus is the only speaking blood that spoke, speaks, and perpetually speaks better things than the blood of Abel or the blood of any servant of God that had ever lived. The blood of Jesus is the only speaking blood that spoke, speaks, and perpetually speaks better things. Now, what, what, what are the better things that the blood of Jesus speaks it speaks mercy. It speaks compassion. It speaks grace. It speaks truth and every other godly blessing from the Father of grace. That's the blood of the Lamb. It is the blood of the Lamb that has the voice of grace, voice of mercy, voice of compassion, voice of, of, of loving kindness. And the blood of Abel and the blood of other prophets and servants of God of old that, 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 that came in time past spoke vengeance, spoke judgment, spoke whatever you can call it, punishment. But the blood of Jesus spoke mercy. Mercy is the bad that we deserve but we don't get grace is the good we don't deserve but we get anyways if we are talking about what we deserve man deserves judgment death I mean that's what we deserved because that was the consequence of our rebellion in the garden but God came and said you know what guys Rather than hit you with my rod, I think I'm going to give you my rod of mercy instead. Rather than receive my lash of of punishment, take mercy. You deserve bad, but I'll give you mercy. Now, you don't deserve this good, but you're going to have grace. Now, the blood of the lamb reminds us of that also. Are we following me this morning? Hmm. This will get you to hold fast your salvation and what you believe in the Lord. The blood of Jesus is the only cleansing and purifying chemical solvent in the universe that blots out and purges man from his sin, his dead works, and guilt. The blood of Jesus is the only remedy, is the only antidote, is the only solvent in the universe that cleanses man of his guilt. You you know what guilt does for believers or for anybody at all? Let me just say for believers. Guilt actually brings about a lot of things. You know, when you committed an offense and you're guilty conscience or you're you're, you're just not feeling like you've done something right. Now, what it does or what the devil actually wants to use our guilt to achieve is to bring about shame, is to bring about separation from God or to isolate ourselves from God. And to make us look unworthy now the blood of Jesus actually is that only cleansing regent or solvent that actually washes away our guilt there's no chemical in the world it has not been produced it will not be produced the only chemical that cleanses you from your guilt all right is the blood of of the Lamb, Hallelujah. I have scriptures here, but let me just read through because I'm looking at a time. Number four thing I wrote that now, when man fell in the Garden of Eden, it activated the curse. When man fell in the Garden of Eden, it activated the curse. Now. It Didn't just activate curse on mankind, listen, it also affected the heavenly san Andrean, in other words, it affected the heavenly temple and the worship utensils were affected, also. But you know what, God did? God showed in the Garden of Eden what he would do later on. What did God do? God killed an animal now you can imagine when man fell god's mercy still prevailed and he actually showed his prevailing mercy by killing an animal to rectify or, or to, to to foreshadow what he would later do he he killed an animal you killed an animal, right? Spilled the blood of the animal in order to show man that, see, I'm coming for you. This is just, this is just a preliminary. This is just uh, 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 a precursor of what I'm going to do. You have got it wrong now, but I'm coming for you to correct what you have done wrong. So, the blood of Jesus became the atonement for our sins. Are we following me this morning? Hmm. Now, another thing is the blood of Jesus shed on the cross embodies and exposes the magnitude of God's everlasting love for humanity. When you think of the blood of Jesus shed on the cross on Calvary, it's Embodies, right? It exposes the magnitude of God's everlasting love for humanity. John three sixteen, a very popular scripture. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever. Now God, when He gave Jesus, right, it was Jesus we saw, but He was already killed. God already knew before Jesus was given why he was giving him or what he would do when he showed up on earth. And that was one of the ways or the major ways God actually showed us or expressed his love for us. The blood of Jesus shed on the cross embodies and exposes the magnitude of God's everlasting love for humanity. Now this one, you guys will be familiar with it. No blood, no glory. Amen. No blood, no glory. Let's open our Bibles to First Peter 1 21. I want to show you something right here. I wish I could read all the scriptures that I wrote down for what I said earlier. But are we beginning to get a clearer picture of the magnitude of what Jesus did? Of what God did through Jesus by the shedding of his blood on Calvary. First Peter 1 and verse 21. Now look at what it says, everybody. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God? Let's read one more scripture that actually tells or accentuates that point. No blood, no glory let's look at Hebrews Hebrews chapter 2 verses 9 through 12 media Hebrews now let's look at this together everybody but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man for it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call the expression ours, brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church we like sing praise on the day now the blood of Jesus actually brought glory to God when Jesus blood was shed on Calvary it brought glory to God and you know what the salvation of men because the blood of Jesus actually is the recipe for the salvation of men right now that brought glory to God because God desires that all men be saved. So as many as tapped or as many as locked in into the salvation package that happened as a result of the shedding of the blood on the cross because the Bible says without the blood, there is no remission for sin. So Jesus' blood became the propitiation of our sins and that brought glory to God it brought glory to god and it also brought blessings to us his people the salvation of mankind brings glory to god if you look at john 3 verse 17 can we can we say that very quickly john 3 and verse 17 For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. So, our salvation, all right, as a result of Jesus' blood on Calvary, brings glory to God, and He also raises us as sons of glory unto the Most High. Are we hearing me this morning? So, how then do we? appreciate or unnurse the blood of the lamb. Now that we can see what God did for us or, or how God did what he did and why he did what he did and that it is, not, it is not small. It is not small what God did by giving Jesus and by shedding his blood on Calvary. is a huge thing. Nobody has ever done that before. Has any man on earth, I don't know, maybe you have a friend that had told you, you know what, I'll die for you. Uh, Has anybody ever told you that before? Even lovers that say I'll die for you, you know it's flatter. It's embellishment. I ain't ready to die for anybody, amen? Jesus already died for me, hallelujah. I can understand if they are saying that I'll die for you, like I will let go of some things for you. Like, okay, I drink, but because, come on now, you're my girl and you're a church girl. (laughs) Anyways, what are you even doing with a drunkard as a believing sister? (laughs) Or, you know, believers per se, right? there are some things you want to say, okay, you know what, I'll, I'll die. Like we are supposed to die daily, right? We, we are meant to die daily. Apostle Paul said, I buffet my body daily. So we're supposed to die daily. In the process of dying daily, we are actually uh, losing our in, independence from God, all right, and now increasing our dependence on God. Because most of the time, when we yield to the flesh, what we're trying to do is independence from God. I can do this without you, Lord. I can run this on my own. I'm a macho man. I I I can deal with this. I can handle this. I don't need you to help me with this one. I can do it myself. But God actually wants us to exercise total dependence on Him. So when we die daily, we're saying, Lord, I need me some Jesus again today. I'm here again to get another dose of Jesus. I get it every day. I don't just get it once and for all. Well, yeah, we got Jesus once and for all time, but we keep dying daily to the flesh such that we are increasing in our conviction of what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. So now, how do we appreciate and unnest the blood of the everlasting covenant you know when you appreciate or value a thing you enjoy and maximize its benefits so we want to talk about how do we appreciate or, 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 or um, unnest the power in the blood of the everlasting covenant now number one thing you can do is meditate always on the reality that it pleases God to bruise Jesus for your wholeness. Meditate on that reality that it pleases God, hmm? it pleases God, it pleases God to bruise Jesus for your wholeness. And when I mean your wholeness, I'm talking about your spirit, soul, and body, all dimensions. God is not just interested in your spirit only but your soul and your body. So God is interested in how you live your life in your body. God is interested in the health of your soul, the compartments of your mind, will, and emotion, your your thinker, your feeler, and your chooser. He is so interested. So meditate always that it pleased God to bruise Jesus so that you can be whole. His his, his, his flesh was torn, all right? His blood was spilled so that yours doesn't have to be spilled anymore so that your body doesn't have to be broken. So his body was broken so that yours can be whole. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53 verses 1 through 5 and 10 through 11. Can we quickly see that? So you you appreciate what Jesus did. Who had believed our repentance but, I said verses 4, 4 and 5. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God. Can you say that? Unafflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Verse 10 and 11. The chastisement of Your peace was upon the broken body of Jesus. Peace, like we all know, is not just the absence of trouble. Peace is security in the midst of turmoil. You know, when the Bible says that, uh, how did it say now? When the Bible says, when there is casting down, now what do the children of God say? We have a lifting up. That's peace. That's peace. When everybody's clamoring and everybody is just elter and skelter looking for solutions, everybody panicky, I mean paranoid, and all of those you know, silly stuff happening in the world now, recession and all of that. But you're just in your space, enjoying the grace of God. Not like you have all the money in the world. Maybe you do not you 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 don't even have shishi. But you have peace. Peace is your most valuable asset. Peace. No wonder Jesus said, "My peace, I live with you. not like the world gives and take back. Jesus' peace stay with you forever. Jesus' peace cannot be affected by your surrounding or circumstances. Now, look at that. Yeah, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his. I just wanted you to see that when you meditate on the fact that God so loved me that he did this to his only begotten son, that's liberation already. Now, if he did this when I don't deserve it, then come on now I'm whole this sickness cannot stain my body because Jesus it on the cross I plead the blood his blood was spilled so the mind doesn't have to be spilled hallelujah how do you appreciate and I the blood of the everlasting covenant now you need to also know that the speaking blood is the life of Jesus Offered to you the speaking blood is what is the life of Jesus offered to you like we saw in Leviticus 17 and verse 11 now you 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 need to allow the conviction to be crystal clear and dawn on you that a now the blood of Jesus runs through my vein. Of course, I know I know my, my blood group, I know my genotype, but hey, you carry a new life now. The speaking blood is the life of Jesus offered to you. And you know what that blood contains? is full of grace. And truth, mm. it's full of what grace and truth. So let me say it this way: it's full of grace. That's your blood group, and truth, your genotype. The speaking blood of Jesus is is the life of Jesus that you carry, and it's full of grace and truth. John ten and verse ten, the Bible says, uh, um, "the the thief cometh not but." The Steal the kill and the destroy, but I am come that they might have life and they might have it what more abundantly. So you possess the life of Jesus, it is his blood that made that life possible because it is the blood of a flesh that's it is the life or the, the life of a flesh is sustained in its blood. Number three, drink it without offense or guilt. It is your daily dose to godly living and Christian character. Drink it without offense or guilt. It is what? Your daily dose to godly living and Christian character. And then it will help you to be dead to self. Let's take a look at 1 Corinthians 11 very quickly. Verse 24 through 26. 1 Corinthians 11 24 through 26. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup that we were told in the Old Testament that we cannot drink, right? Ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Verses 27 and 32. This actually elaborates uh, my point that drink it without offense or guilt. It's your daily dose to godly living, increasing character. When you know that you you, you carry the life of Jesus, now it will help you to live right. It will help you to do what? To live right. Because now you have grace as your blood group and truth as what? Your genotype. Now, the grace of God is not licensed to sin in. It's not licensed to begin to live anyhow. The grace of God teaches us to live Right? If you take a look at Titus 2 and, and verse 9, we will get there. Now, let's quickly take a look at this First Corinthians eleven twenty seven. 27. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Now, you see, not like you are sin conscious. No, rather, you begin to live circumspectly on a daily basis. Not trying to be holy. Not trying to be perfect on your own. But no, the consciousness of the blood that runs in you and the life that you carry, which is full of grace and truth, will enable you, will empower you to begin to live right. To begin to live godly to begin to talk godly now you don't begin to live in conformity with the world even though you live in the world the world will not live in you rather you begin to exude or release what you got on the inside of you grace and truth are we following me this morning another thing you can do to appreciate and unnest the blood of the everlasting covenant is to also know that the blood of Jesus covers and ensures your lifetime security and perpetual victory over sin, flesh, Satan, and the world. The blood of Jesus ensures your lifetime security and perpetual victory over sin, flesh, Satan, and the world. Reality is you already got ultimate victory. The blood of Jesus draws the victory line. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus, it does what? It draws the victory line. So you cannot be defeated anymore. You are, you are now made triumphant. You, are, you have become more than conqueror. You are a victor over sin, over flesh, over Satan, and over the world. Revelations 12 9, through 12. Let's see what the Bible says very quickly. And John 16, and I'll give my last point and I'll, 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 be, I'll be done. Revelation, now look at what it says, church. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night the next verse and they overcame him how how by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because in nowhere that he had but a short time but you know what the blood of jesus did it covers our victory. Now we overcame by the blood of Jesus. That settles it. The blood of Jesus settles the fight. So we, we and and Satan are not. We're not. Uh, how do we say now? We we are not contenders. All right we're not contenders because Jesus already won the battle for us but because Satan still lurks in the earth and you know what the Bible makes it clear in John 6:33 that in the world you see tribulation but be of good cheer I like the way amplified version puts it can we have John 6:33 in, in in the amplified version there's, there's a point I want to make out of that be of good cheer I've overcome the world you know what it says I have deprived of the world. Okay, for the bread of God, John six, 16, Sorry, John 1633. John 1633. Let's let's look at it together. So you see that your victory over sin, Satan, the world, and your flesh have been settled by the blood of Jesus. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence not in yourself but in christ in the lord you may have perfect peace and confidence in the world you'll have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration now, all of these things are distractions to get us to uh, look away from the lord and begin to look to the world or to look on ourselves for sustenance Rather than look on God for his providence, for his his, his, um, um, richness, for everything he's got to offer. In this world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. Now look at what it says. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it. For you isn't that exciting Jesus said it doesn't matter what you go through now in the earth now you just saw that Satan was cast out of heaven headlong so that guy is hungry and is getting ready to do whatever he can do because he knows that what his time is short but you know what you don't have to care about that also you shouldn't be ignorant of his presence, but know of a surety that your victory had been consummated by the blood. Hallelujah. So when it comes, he can only come to buffet. You know dogs that their teeth have been removed. I don't know what they call that kind of dog. Like dogs, you you can see a dog, but all the teeth gone. Right now, when a dog begins to bark, at you. A a, a a toothless dog, right? Begin to bark at you. Now, does he have anything to harm you? Now you wouldn't know, but you see a dog. You have not even seen the dentition; that is not even there. No teeth. It. It's just the what do you call that thing? Uh, it's just the enamel, or what do you call it? The gum. Thank you. It's just the gum that the dog has. Now, that's the way the devil is. So all the dog has got is to bark. Now, he barking at you, and you're trying to, you know, you're, you're scared. But he doesn't have any power anymore. So that kind of dog is just the symbol of who the devil is to you now. Jesus said, I have deprived of him the power to harm you. So he doesn't have any power to hurt you. The only power that the devil has to use on you is the one that you supply him through your unbelief, through your disobedience, through your, your, your ignorance. He doesn't have anything against you anymore. He can't even lay charge against you. He's the accuser of the brethren. And then Jesus already dealt with that with his blood. We overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. What's the word of our testimony? I am a victory or I'm a victor. I'm more than conqueror through his blood. That's the word of our testimony. Jesus already conquered the devil is conquered my flesh is conquered Satan is conquered the world for me so I'm a victory hallelujah and lastly my time is up the blood paves now how do you harness and 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 appreciate the blood of the everlasting covenant remember also that the blood paves the way and grants access back to the throne of grace. The blood of Jesus paves the way, all right, and it also grants access to man. It grants man access back to the throne of grace. I mean, the devil wanted us to be alienated from God. He wanted us to be removed from the plan of God, the grand agenda of God. But the blood of Jesus actually did what? It paves the way. The blood of Jesus reconciled us back to God. I'm too excited that this is what the blood of Jesus did for mankind. It paves the way. I mean, the way was closed. The moment Adam the moment sinned, and I mean, the moment Adam had the fruit, but the blood of Jesus, the recipe for the correction of man's brokenness, actually brought about closed way to become opened again. Now we have direct access to the Father. Hallelujah! Because Jesus, by the shedding of his blood, became the mediator. He became the mediator between man and God. So Jesus is the pathway between man and God. Jesus becomes that connector that connects man back to God by the shedding of his blood on Calvary. Maybe we would have needed somebody to help us talk to God every time we need something from him. But you know what? Jesus took that space and then he ensured by the shedding of his blood that we didn't need no other person. It was him we need. It was him we needed. And we still need. And we'll ever need. And because we got him now, we can ascend to the throne of grace. Let's take a look at um, Romans 5, 12 through 15 and 17 through 19 and then I'll read the last scripture and that we're going to be out of here. Romans 5, verses 12, look at that. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even even over them that had not sinned, after the similitudes of Adam's transgression who is the figure of him that was to come but not as the offense so also is the free gift now the 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 free gift is superior to the offense for if through the offense of one man or of one many be dead much more the grace of God And the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Now, if we got death, separation from the Lord through one man, now we got eternal life through Jesus. Hallelujah. Look look at verse 17 through 19. For if by one man's death, if, if by one man's offense, Death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by another. Who? Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, the righteousness of one, the free gift, came upon All men unto justification of life. Now you see, we had condemnation through the first Adam, we had justification of life through the spilling of the blood of the second and last Adam. We were condemned, but we now were justified. Just as if we never sinned, just as if we never did anything wrong. Hebrews 4 verses 14 through 16, and then I'll be harder here. The blood paves the way and grants us access back to the throne of grace. Let's 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 read that together, everybody. Hebrews 4 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus. I can hear us, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's what the blood of Jesus did. He paves the way. Now we don't have to approach the throne of grace. Ah... Uh, ashamed or afraid like God is holding a rod to just hit somebody no not anymore now we can come because Jesus shed his blood so now the way we have the direct access the direct line or what I can call the outline to Jesus to the father you know no one knows the father like the son and no one knows the son like the father so in the son we have access to the throne of grace in the in 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 in, in the son we are bold to talk to the father anytime 24 ever 24 ever you can approach the throne of grace why how because the blood of jesus has done what? Has paved the way. The way that the enemy wanted shut. Alright. Now God through his infinite mercy and grace. That he manifested through Jesus Christ. And the spilling of his blood. Hath made a way. Hallelujah. Can you see that the blood speaks? Can you see the speaking blood of the lamb this morning? How that he speaks better things than the blood of Hebel. And that is supposed to help every one of us hearing me today to hold fast the profession of our faith, to hold fast the salvation that we got. Because it cost him everything. What did I say? It cost him everything, it cost him his life. If it costs Jesus His life, now what are you willing to lay down for Jesus? What 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 are you willing to lay down for Jesus? If it cost God His only begotten Son, He gave the greatest gift in heaven. There is no greater gift. Every other gift comes below Jesus. Jesus, if there's if if we're stacking up gift in heaven. was on the top of, 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 of the stacks of gift is Jesus. Now, God went up to the top and gave the best gift. He gave Jesus. Jesus shed his blood. Come on now, what are you willing to offer in return for what he gave you? If it cost him everything, now what is it going to cost you? what is it gonna cost you what are you willing to also lay down for him are you willing to lay down your time your talent your treasure for the Lord or you still want to claim ownership of your time after all it's my time it's my talent he ain't your talent It's not your talent he gave it to you actually but it's waiting on you if you truly truly value the blood which is the price or the recipe or the remedy or the uh, antidote of man's brokenness. No other recipe, no other antidote, no other remedy. The blood of bulls, the blood of animals couldn't do. Otherwise, there wouldn't be need for Jesus. But the greater came and he perfected it all and here we are we can stand before the throne of grace we can talk to the father and say hey daddy can can we talk and we're not we don't need to cover ourselves in shame like Adam and Eve did in the garden of Eden and they were just trying to seek cover now we already got covered. We no longer need to seek cover. We were already covered by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ain't not we glad? Ain't we glad to be a partaker of what the blood of Jesus did for us? He made us sons and daughters of the Most High. Can we be upstanding this morning? Hallelujah to Jesus. The speaking blood. The blood speaks. And it still speaks. It speaks mercy. It speaks grace. It speaks compassion. It speaks deliverance. And it's speaking to you this morning. It's speaking to you to, to not frustrate grace. Let's, let's, let's take a look at Titus. I'm done. But I want us to see this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Titus to. Titus is after Philemon. Uh, Titus, Titus, Titus. Okay, Titus 2. I'm going to read from verse um, verse 9. Oh, is that it? Just hold on. Titus. I'm actually looking for scripture that says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation to all men. That should be 11. Yeah, thank you. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation that appear to all men. Now remember, who is the grace of God? Who's the grace of God? Now whose blood are we talking about? Good. Now the grace of God, remember we said this person of grace and truth is Jesus, right? Now, bring salvation at appear to all men. Now, what happens afterward? Teaching us that what? Number one. Uh, Yeah, come on, church. I want you all to talk. Number one. Number two. Okay, number three. We should live how? And and where? In heaven? In church? Where should we live? So the blood of Jesus that you carry in your vein has the ability to make you do this. Now if you're doing something against this code, this DNA that I'm looking up here, then you're frustrating grace. Then you really do not understand grace at all. Because the blood of Jesus that we just talked about is supposed to help you to begin to learn by grace, be trained by grace to do what? Denying ungodliness. You know what ungodliness is? Whatever you are doing apart from God. Is ungodliness. Whatever it is that it it, it has no connection with God, is ungodliness. So the grace of God teaches you to deny, to to flee, to to separate yourself and worldly lust and to live soberly. Now to live soberly is not to put on what do you call that face now? A, a, a sad phase, or a, a help me, please. Or what do you call this phase? Like a spiritual phase now that people give. What that's 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 not what it means to live soberly because to live soberly is, is, is the opposite of being intoxicated. You know, when people are drunken with wine, then the opposite of. Of, of, of drunkenness is soberly. So the Holy Spirit wants you to rather be drunken with the world you should be drunk with what? The word. You are not drunk with the world rather you're drunk with the word. The word of God becomes your tonic your syrup your fluid whatever you can call it your gin your spirit your liquor your booze your that's the word of god drink it and to live righteously and godly in this present world that's what the blood of jesus has done to us to you to me to everybody so watch yourself this morning examine yourself and be sure you're not going against these teachings of grace because this is what that blood is speaking to you. Shade, Jemima, Orey, Damilola, Demilade, deny ungodliness. I don't know why I mentioned the name of ladies. I don't even remember the name of one guy like this. Samuel, Mulayo. deny ungodliness worldly laws. We should live soberly, righteously, godly. That's the blood we carry. This is supposed to keep resounding in in our heart. Carry it everywhere you go. Whatever you're doing apart from God. What do you do apart from God? When you're trying to do anything apart from God, you're exercising independence from God. And that's the devil trying to trick you To get you off God's abode. Because we have been wired by the grace of God to live continually to depend on the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we have the communion this morning? Can we have the communion this morning? Glory to Jesus. Are you excited to be washed by the blood this morning, Expression House? Are you, are you sure you, you, you understand the value of the prize that has been placed on you? Because if you do, now it's high time, you begin to live that way. You don't have to have the best exotic cars in the universe. You don't have to have the, the, the uh, most beautiful, luxuriant uh, mansion in the whole world. All you need to have, is Jesus. When you have Jesus, you have it all. When you have Jesus, you have it all. This morning, like I said, the Lord has begun with us and is healing every manner of sicknesses and diseases this morning. They won't survive this service. If you came here seeking your body, sick in your uh, uh, your in your in your mind, you know, emotional trouble or trauma. Just know that you ain't going on with that same condition. Whatever condition that has come in here today ain't going on with you. So that's the way I want you to see it because God has said it and is doing it already. Hallelujah. So we're going to take communion right now. Um, Media, can you help us with the confession? The communion confession, if we have it. Do we have it? Good. So we're going to take the confession and then we will partake of the lost table now that we know what we are doing. It's the blood of the lamb. So we are reenacting the covenant of grace and truth and we are re-identifying ourselves with our source. Amen. So let's make this proclamation after me. All right. So, um, yeah, let's take it then. You, If you can pray in the Holy Ghost Church, just pray in the Holy Spirit this morning. Alright, church, let's say this after me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we recognize that we have a covenant with you. A covenant that was ratified by the shed blood of Jesus at Calvary. Because of the fact that Jesus' body was broken for us, that his blood was shed on our behalf. We acknowledge that he bore sin, sickness, disease, sorrow, grief, fear, torment, unforgiveness, strive and lack for us. Through his substitutionary sacrifice, we have complete redemption, total deliverance from the works of Satan. As new creations in Christ Jesus, we realize our freedom has been bought and paid for. We are forgiven. We are redeemed. And we give thanks for it all. In Jesus' name. Alright, let's distribute the bread. The bread. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, we can distribute both the bread and the... But don't don't take the um, wine yet. But we can take... Okay, hold on. Okay, so before we take the bread, well, we're going to examine ourselves in the light of God's word before we take the bread. So as ushers serve the bread and wine, so let's say this with me. Uh, those online, you can join us with a confession. Also, uh, you can get you can get yourself um, uh, a loaf of bread or a waver or whatever it is that you, you can lay out on biscuit and get yourself some juice or wine if you have them at home. So we're taking this together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we examine our own hearts. We judge ourselves according to the authority of your word. In areas where we have missed the mark, strive, unforgiveness, jealousy, envy, hatred, covetousness, fear, worry, unbelief. We take Jesus as our advocate and high priest. We ask for forgiveness according to the word of God. Your word says you are faithful and just to forgive us when we confess our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Therefore, we do not eat of this bread, nor drink of the cup unworthily, but we rightly discern the Lord's body. We receive communion together as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are free from the works of Satan, spirit, soul, and body. So the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Now can we... Heat the bread. Hmm. Alright. So let's say this before we take the... Okay. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's dead till it comes. All right, let's partake of the cup together. Glory to God. All right, can we just join our hands? Let's let's do it the way we normally do it. Let's let's okay. You can just don't worry. Just continue with your keyboard. Let's join our hands. Just make sure your hands connected to somebody in the house. Just just make sure your hand is connected to somebody in the house as one one family. Make sure your hand is touching one person. Just the way we are, many heads, many bodies, many members, we are one body. God is saying just one entity in heaven. So together we're going to say this. All right, say with me, Father, we give you thanks for all you have provided for us in Christ Jesus. We confess this day that we are the blessed of the Lord. This covenant we entered into at the new birth is a covenant filled with the exceeding great. And precious promises of God and we are partakers of those promises now we are healed we are redeemed we are delivered from the authority of darkness we are the head and not the tail we are above and not beneath we come behind in no good thing thing. all that we set our hands to prospers prospers. and we praise you father Father. come on lift up your hands together church and we praise you father Father. for the newness of life we We now enjoy in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to serve. All right, pick a partner. Pick a partner, church. Let's do that song together. Face them. We don't. Okay, choir. I love I need you to survive, it is this well that every need will be surprised. Now tell it to them, say, you are important. a partner yet. You are important to me. I, need you to I pray for you. I pray. Sweet words from my mouth. I love you. I love you. Yeah. I- So take that verse. How one hurt you with words from my mouth. Yeah, you're making a whole right there. You tell him. You tell him. Tell him. Say it again. I won't hurt you. Yeah. With words from my mouth. I love you. I love you.